Hi, uh, I'm Dave Emery. I am the Director of Sales for Track Technology at BNR. And uh, to me, automation is, well, it's not only a passion, but it's, it's back to being disruptive. Uh, I'm excited about it because there's now a new creative aspect to what we can do, uh, and that's via our track technology. Uh, we've never been closer to the heart of machining and manufacturing than we are right now. Hi, I'm Corey Dallas, and welcome to today's episode of This Is Automation. Today, we've got a very special uh, guest with us, Dave Emery. Hey, Dave. Hi, Corey. So, Dave, can you uh, uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about uh, what you do? Will do. Um, I am Dave Emery, as you mentioned, and I'm with BNR now in the capacity of track technology. Uh, I've got the sales group for that, and I'm excited to say that uh, as a culmination of so far 30 years in the uh, automation space, that this is probably one of the more exciting times. Um, I can, you know, go back and liken it to back in the day um, when when automation was brand new. Um, now it's just morphing into something very cool. Um, so my current role in that role, I am responsible for the track side of the business, and uh, I'm excited that we're, we're moving forward here in North America with it. Um, I joined BNR here very recently, um, about four months, uh, for the track reason. Um, I'll say that the reason I'm here, um, outside of it being a wonderful organization, uh, full of very, very smart people, but uh, really what intrigued me was the track technology in general. I came from an, an automation company where we didn't have a track technology. I uh, always kind of admired it from the outside, saw the benefit, um, and uh, looking forward to implementing that. You said you have 30 years of I experience. Do. I do. Just tell me a little bit about that. What kind of areas were you focusing in sure. on, on the motion control stuff? It seems like a natural transition to track. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was originally, uh, I'm an, engineering, an engineer out of school and got involved with uh, automation early on. And, and mm. primarily, we were an automotive-focused organization um, 20, 28, 29 years ago. Uh, it was a good time to be an automotive, but yes, it was all about drive and motor, uh, okay. not even controls at that point. Okay. Uh, that progressed uh, into my most recent job there uh, with another automation company where we were a very controls-focused organization, very mm. much involved with the IEC platform and development thereof, uh, and the uh, progression as to how those controls became more standardized and mm -hmm. part of the everyday vernacular in, in automation. <laughs> so, so what made you uh, make the jump uh, to BNR? And you said the track technology Absolutely. was cool. Is that, was that the driving factor? Yeah, that and the fact uh, that the breadth of BNR. So mm -hmm. the, the the track technology was the main draw. I won't I won't say any, any different. The breadth though that we bring as a corporation, mm -hmm. uh, from controls to I/O to motion uh, and on through the you know the litany uh, um, is 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 important uh, and it's intriguing because mm -hmm. it's not something that a lot of automation companies are able to say. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, have you found it uh, challenging? It sounds like the scope before was a little bit more broad. You had kind of a wider range of products that yeah. you were focused on. And now yeah. you've got uh, Aquas Track and SuperTrack only. Is that a, yeah. a, a challenge for it, you? or it, it really is. I mean, but it's a, it's a good one. I will tell you there were more fish yeah. when, you could, when you had more poles to throw, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, but I will say that, that these are challenging, yes, but fruitful in that what we bring to the table with track changes um, the way organizations will be doing business. There's no question in my mind that this is, and, it, and it's a bit cliche to say, but it is a mm -hmm. business enabler, mm -hmm. not a technology advancement. Good. 
That's awesome. So <laughs> we've already kind of teased it out. This, this episode is going to be about track technology. So the last episode uh, was with Derek Stacy, the product manager for, for track technology here in North America. Um, we talked a lot about the technology itself. Yeah, he's lot, the right guy for he's that. He's the right guy for that, <laughs> right? Uh, so I thought it, it would be good to, to focus this conversation more around the commercial side of things and, and what uh, what is really driving uh, you know uh, the businesses out there to, to adopt this te- technology and, and why they should even consider it. So just to kind of recap, if anybody didn't catch Derek's episode can you give me you know like the 30 second pitch on what is track technology um and and kind of why is it important right so again i'll say uh business enabler right i mean i I really believe that we're what we're bringing um with track technology expands our visibility into markets that we were traditionally not so much shut out of but Mm -hmm. not as important in and and those would be the personal food and beverage for sure Mm -hmm. um a large expanding market Pharma or personal medi- medi- medications, for instance, and then of course personal care, right? I mean, with with one common theme there, personal, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think track brings the opportunities for flexibility for manufacturers, mm-hmm. um, which then can equate ultimately into margins, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're personalizing for somebody, you're getting more money generally. Yeah. Um, so I think that that, from a business enabling perspective, we're talking to different people. We still can, we still talk to controls engineers. Don't get me wrong. We still mm-hmm. talk with engineering people, mechanical, um, but we're talking in the C level mm-hmm. about how their business might change and what things um, from an opportunity perspective that they're missing out on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that in itself to me is really what what separates the track discussions from yep. automation components. Okay. And when we say track, uh, we're, we're of course specifically talking about SuperTrack and track, which are the two track te- te- technologies that BNR has. Yes. So uh, if we break that down into really simple terms, you've got uh, track and shuttles, right? And the, the, yeah. sh- the shuttles, uh, you know, kind of move along that track. Um, they're held on by only magnetic force. And so we, we can do some really cool things on the control side to, uh, you know, uniquely control each independent shuttle. And, and so that's that's what enables a lot of this personalization, right? Very well said. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Derek, Derek would be proud of that. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. You're <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, from my perspective, if, if last episode we're focusing on kind of the engineering side, this is going to be more for the thought leaders and organizations. So right. engineering managers, you know, executives, so on and so forth, people that are looking to drive this kind of change in, in their organizations, whether it's at the OEM level, the end user level, even system integrators are, are getting involved in this technology. So, um, you know, when, when I talk to those kind of people, they usually have uh, kind of a one-track mind mm-hmm. and no, no pun intended, but a one-track mind and that, that track leads to cost. So, you know, Let's just jump right in and, and kind of talk about that. And, and what uh, what do you say when uh, someone asks that hard question, how much does it cost? Because that is a hard question with these, yeah. these track systems. Yeah, it's a hard question in every discussion. Yep. Buying a car, buying yep. stuff. I mean, cost is a, is a hard discussion. So it doesn't get any easier here mm-hmm. um, in that it is such a large in most cases, scale jump when we're talking about track. But I think BNR mm-hmm. brings a unique experience to this in that we can talk to track, uh, about track in a system perspective. Um, yes, on a line item on a line item basis, you're going to see uh, equipment being very expensive relative right, to a more fixed pitch uh, standard conveyance situation. Um, but when we look at and the opportunities, these are live, real opportunities, the opportunities mm-hmm. we've had to look at them from a overall cost perspective, mm-hmm. we have invariably found that that the total cost to own track and implement track is less. Um, now, it varies in every application. Mm-hmm. Um, some applications have huge amounts of maintenance and downtime. Others mm-hmm. don't, right? Mm-hmm. So those are different cost numbers there. Um, some have um, more fixed pitch and um, 
robotic implementations that sometimes mm -hmm. go away. Yep. Um, so those are costs that come out. Those are maintenance costs that come out. So what we're trying to do is put together a total cost model where between conversations with the customer, we can actually you know, grow to learn that there are costs that can come out. Mm -hmm. um, but on a light item basis, yep, it's expensive to look at track on a, a versus a fixed pitch. Okay. So, uh, you know, it, it sounds like there's a good bit of effort up front, uh, you know, from uh, from the BNR side and yes. then also from the customer to kind of build the simulation. Um, tell me, is it, is it really market differentiating enough where it makes sense to invest, uh, you know, this much time uh, up front? So I will say that you don't know what you don't know until we start to dig in. And I, mm -hmm. and I will honestly tell you that our customers have told us this. Mm -hmm. They didn't realize the opportunity because it wasn't knowable until mm -hmm. until we were able to, you know, relate to them what track technology does. So that, that in itself differentiates every application. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, every every application of automation right. Um, right out of the box. Also, you know, there's some things within... Um, the the BNR products and the Octopus tracks, Super tracks specifically, um, that bring you know um, some capabilities. Uh, mm -hmm. That being simply uh, diverting, for mm -hmm. instance, mm -hmm. you know. So I think those differentiate us. Uh, an IP sixty nine product, sixty nine K product, uh, also, you know, I would consider it be a differentiator. Okay, good. So you mentioned kind of at the top of the episode that track is you would consider it a business enabler. Correct. W what does that mean? So, you know, if, if you have any interest in, if you have variability in your product or your mm -hmm. process, if you have multiple changeover issues, tooling mm -hmm. issues, um, then you're interested in track. If you move liquid or granulated product, we have a solution for that in that, you know, the differentiator is an anti-sloshing algorithm that's mm -hmm. built in, right? Mm -hmm. So that takes, in cer certain cases, some process out. Uh, of your overall system. Right. Um, so you're interested in track for that reason. And if you're tapped out mechanically, I mean, you just have chain and belt limitations. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're there, then you're interested in track okay. you know, as a differentiator. Um, and then there's really elegant ways to do cleaning um, with our with the, with the track. Uh, I won't give mm -hmm. too much of that away. Um, <laughs> but I will tell you that there's some elegant, really elegant ways to do changeover and cleaning mm -hmm. that don't require a lot of manpower um, and or space. I like to I like to think that those you know those alone differentiate. Not to mention throughput, um, you know, floor space savings, etc. So uh, you know our our marketing content is a little bit full of some buzzwords from from my perspective. So we've got ROI, OEE, business enabler, game changer, all, all this stuff, and uh, you know that's all great and and true. But uh, you know, moving past the buzzwords. What does the track system boil down to as far as why anyone out there should should actually be implementing this? So Try not to use a buzzword. So I was going to say, so you used all of them that I could, I, yeah. which is perfect because yep. our documentation, as you mentioned, full of them. Yep. Um, and, and, and I mean that that what we're trying to do is quantify them, right? Sure, so, sure. so Acapost Track, though, I guess my my thought in, in, in answering that very simply is my mm -hmm. Acapost Track, Super Track, Acapost Track, the real um, simplicity or the real important thing to remember is that it's a system, not an automation component. Uh, I think that that in itself, you know, kind of sums up the, the concept of, you know, what the track is bringing. Let's say that I'm a, an OEM or, for example, an end user. All this sounds interesting to me. You've done a really good job of, of 
you know, engaging the market. So uh, I've got some interest. What, what do I need to do to get started uh, with track? What, what does that look like internally? And then also, you know, I- you know engaging, you know, with right. BNR, for example. So, so I, I encourage anyone really to engage with BNR, even if you just want to learn about track, because mm-hmm. like I've mentioned here um, a couple of times, and I'll say it again, we've learned things uh, on the way. Right, uh, call, calling on on OEMs and, and users alike uh, for very very different reasons, and we end mm-hmm. up at track um, a lot of times because the pains are are you know realized experience. So engage with the BNR people via you know call us up, look at our website, email us. Uh, we mm-hmm. would we would love to talk about uh, track with you um, and get to a point where we can you know start to sh- talk about benefits and and get to a simulation. You know, we have some very solid experience, some uh, successes mm-hmm. that we would love to share as well. And then so like internally, um, yeah, it, it's it's great. Yeah, definitely engage the BNR team, right? But internally, like what, what should uh, an OEM or end user be doing to, to kind of prepare for that conversation? Uh, well, that's good. Uh, you know, so introspection is, yeah. is the word we've been using because um, yeah. it's, you know, it kind of sounds really kind of important. But really what they need to, the users end up doing is mm-hmm. is almost going back to, you know, what I studied in college, actually, and that's industrial industrial engineering mm-hmm. in that we've, you know, been asked to, or they've, the customers said, should we just go out and time study this? And, and the answer is yes. I mean, we would okay. love to know it, at each of these important processes, mm-hmm. you know, what is the delay? Is yeah. there back, uh, I'm sorry, is there uh, bottlenecks? And if so, why? And in a lot of cases, customers don't know. There's, yeah. They're they're stuck with a, a fixed, moving, constant process. And in some cases, merging into an intermittent process, yeah. which has all types of uh, known issues, right? In, mm-hmm. in terms of you can't stop the the constant process sure, and sure. can't do anything about your fixed pitch on the intermittent process. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we've been able to uncover that, and, the, and and really that's with the customer going out and actually really dissecting their processes. And okay. and at, at the OEM level, mm-hmm. to kind of look at a machine design that they have in mind mm-hmm. that wasn't possible. Okay. At one point, revisit those because yeah. they, they certainly may be now. BNR is obviously not the only company out there that has track technology. Right on. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. Uh, so, you know, you've got Rockwell and Beckoff, you know, for, for example, uh, just to name probably the most common uh, ones in the market besides uh, BNR. So uh, what do you see in how the market is reacting to, you know, the competitors? And then also, you know, kind of the flip side of that, how is the market reacting to Akbos track and, and how is that different? Right, great. So, you know, I'm excited for any track win nowadays, uh, yeah. just because it's we're at that point in this, you know, in this market space. Uh-huh. Um, so, I, I will say that you know I, I'm excited about the the successes, um, ours and theirs, of course, because we'll we'll end up probably taking theirs anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if I may throw that in there. Um, so, but we've learned a few things along the way, right? And 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 it certainly hasn't been an easy process. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think that Acapost track specifically, you know, you're bringing when we're when we're talking about food and beverage in the markets that I mentioned. I, I think IP sixty nine K is that mm-hmm. is that really that opener. Okay. Um, it's becoming kind of a um, you know the de facto um, standard with within anything pharma, anything personalized, um, mm-hmm. even cosmetics. Mm-hmm. You know, so at this point, um, the availability of, of shuttle IDs. Uh, mm-hmm. Is another key feature when we're talking to the pharma world, okay. um, track and trace. I mean, I can get into you know those things that I'm sure you'll cover in, in your subsequent discussions. Uh, and then you know we're integrating vision, which okay. is also very very cool. Um, yeah. it, it expedites a lot of these processes. Okay. Uh, and I'm really excited about the fact that we can offer alternative guides. Right. I mean, that's okay. a mechanical feature that for some reasons, um, mm-hmm. has come to the surface and we've been able to say yes, right, to the mechanical okay. guys who are typically driving the origination of a lot of these designs. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, you said an IP69K version is That's on correct. the horizon? That's correct. Very, what, very, very, very soon. What do we have now as far uh, as so the, the standard? Pro- product I'm, I'm right using now, air quotes right yeah, now. <laughs> of course. Pro- product right now is 65 and certainly adaptable to, to almost every environment other than mm-hmm. the more stringent right, so like extreme. Caustic washdown, basically high yeah, pressure, high it, temperature. Correct. Okay. So, I mean, typically, I guess the, those applications are really just food and bev, maybe on the pharma as well? Um, De- definitely on the pharma now, okay. um, because meds yep. um, are generally uh, the same, treated the same as uh, as food and bev, uh, in that there's um, restrictions around how often they have to be cleaned, etc. And uh, the 69K brings something that makes that really a non-issue. And then uh, the the other thing that you mentioned was vision uh, coming out. So I, I guess what would be the use case for a BNR vision system integrated with the track versus maybe a, a competitor. Right. Uh, there's a lot of vision systems out there, so there are, and um, you know, integrating them with our our own systems configuration is mm-hmm. an obvious benefit. Uh, yep. One of our larger competitors has been touting that for quite some time. Okay. Um, uh, question questionable whether they've been able to prove it or not, and I'll just <laughs> I'll, I'll just say that you know, and and I guess it's fair for others to say that that's questionable on us as well. But yeah, yeah, I'm confident based on what I've seen okay. um, that that integration is tight, okay. uh, and that allows for you know some specific uh, high speed applications gotcha. that we really couldn't have done third party. Right. Yeah. And so the use case there is like with all BNR uh, hardware, it's all programmed in Automation Studio. So the track, any auxiliary servo axes or anything like that, right? And then you have the, the machine vision also all on that one software, which has distinct advantages. And then also on the, the hardware and communications layer, they're all sitting on the same PowerLink network, they right? Are. And Absolutely so PowerLink is really powerful in that it has this cross-node communication. So you've, you've got, uh, you know, the camera can identify something and, you know, kind of split second, like sub, sub microsecond in, in, in a lot of cases, react to that, uh, you know, on a servo axis or on the track itself. So, you know, if you need to divert product very quickly, you know, you're moving at four meters per second, you got to make these decisions quickly. So. I wish I would have said it that way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Again, nicely done. If you want to switch roles, that's <laughs> yeah. fine with me. I'll, I'll be good. the new director no, of, I'm good of, on of this track technology. Like, it's, it's, like I said, I'm, I'm totally stoked, excited. Good. Good. Uh, and then the other thing that you mentioned that, that I thought was interesting um, was, was the alternative guides. And I, I'm yeah. sure that we can't talk too much about it because there, you get into that application-specific NDA kind of area. Definitely. But uh, I don't know. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Like, when would you use that? Tell me yeah, a little bit about and, that. Yeah, and it, I, I, you're right. I can't really speak too much in okay. specifics. But um, I will say that there's, you know, when you consider payload mm-hmm. um, in this in this scenario that there are better, and I'm using air quotes mm-hmm. now, better mm-hmm. ways to do some guides than, than others. Okay. Um, and I think that becomes readily apparent during the discovery gotcha. for sure. Okay. So I, I guess basically the ACBOSS track has been optimized for a wide range of applications, but it there's is. there's some ways that we can use the base technology that's there and then kind of, like you're saying, use these alternate guide rails and then expand even further beyond that. Right. And, and I'll add just a little bit because it just dawned on me, though the shuttles themselves, mm-hmm. um, the material that we have for, um, you know, f- for the wheels... Uh, and the guides uh, is is kind of locked down in that we sell mm-hmm. a version of it. But we have yeah. had um, some specific customers who say they have to have a different version of the of a polymer. Okay. Uh, and we've investigated that and and in in, in a case um, mm-hmm. been able to change. Okay, good. So we have some flexibility into that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. that's really good to hear. So um, we already mentioned that there's a good bit of IP tied up in the ACBOSS track. Obviously, we can't. 
uh, you know, go into details about uh, right. all of that stuff that's covered by uh, patents and all sorts of things. Right. Um, but but what can you tell me about the ACPOS track that is kind of special? By the way, I'm fostering all of that whole IP thing because yeah. it adds to the mystique. If you <laughs> and I want that. I want everybody to wonder what's going on Good. behind the curtain. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and I, I jokingly say that, but yes, we're very serious about it. Um, yeah. There is there is a tremendous amount of IP in each of the applications we've uh, we've had success. Okay. Um, I, I shouldn't say it, in each of them. There's been there's been IP issues in some of them. Okay. Um, others just roll out and we just go as standard product, right? It's mm-hmm. very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that you know what we're bringing there, is, like for instance, Safe Motion, right? I mean, okay. some of that IP um, that is in Safe Motion um, is ours. Um, but I will say we have the best simulation capabilities um, that okay. I've seen, uh, which allows. Us as a uh, as a joint venture, if you will, with a customer to build mm-hmm. in any specific IP that they would like. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So um, you mentioned simulation a little bit ago, and you just mentioned it again. So yep. it's obviously important. So yeah, let's take a few minutes and talk about simulation. So when we say simulation, what does that mean? We have ongoing discussions over what that means. Okay. Um, you'll hear uh, virtual twin. Mm-hmm. Right out there quite a lot, and mm-hmm. there's varying um, there's varying position on whether we're we as an organization and we as a as a uh, industry uh-huh. have reached virtual twin yet. Um, most in our organizations feel like we're doing a process simulation, right? Okay. And, and for our purposes at this at the customer in general, it's mm-hmm. what we need to do. Um, okay. It's their vision, our vision of their process communicated mm-hmm. by them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I, I guess I would say is our focus on. Um, it's a cornerstone of our process, as mm-hmm. I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, it's to the point where we're all driving to simulation on every application. Yep. Um, there's there there's possibly a day um, where we'll be selling track like a component, but it, it, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a waste because of the flexibility. Okay. It's a ways away. Gotcha. So when uh, you know when we have a simulation, um, the end goal of that is what? Um, so the end goal is to twin. Yeah. Right? That's yeah, yeah. therein lies the rub on whether it's virtual twin or not. Sure. But, but the, the idea is to get to the customer, get the customer to, we estimate 75% of the design process is done a okay. portion anyway. Okay. Right? Now there's probably upstream and downstream yep. um, that we would certainly help with. But, but mm-hmm. at this point, that piece of the process or the process mm-hmm. um, has been um, visualized okay. and will run. And it's, it's our controller's version of their process. Right. So in these, we're, we're often able to reduce the number of shuttles, Um, maybe shrink the track, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Offering up, obviously, cost reductions, floor space, et cetera, based on the models that we've been given, right? Right. Now, um, there's other times when those numbers are off and we have to correct, but that's as simple as, Mm -hmm. you know, our engineering guy getting back in the numbers and and making those changes. Yeah, Yeah, and so I think that's a really powerful part of the simulation, especially with – you know, how different ACPOSTRAC is than anything really on the market. It's hard for, uh, you know, engineers, uh, our own and uh, at the customer side to really be able to lay out a concept and know it's going to work. Right. Yep, no so question. you have to prove that out in simulation because right. it's it's and, so different and, well, that and, you and, just and, can't know. And in the old days, I would have shipped them a servo motor. Yeah. Right. right? And they would have mounted <laughs> it to that gearbox and we yep. would have seen if it worked. Yeah, exactly. So this is pretty hard to do yeah. um, with uh, obviously with track. We have some really mm-hmm. good demos and some portable mm-hmm. stuff that we would love to bring around. Yep. But it, it isn't the customer's process. Sure. Right. So this is as close as we could get. Good. Uh, and, and we find to be really good. Yeah. You know, really telling. 
right? And then, you know, the other side of that that I think is really powerful is the simulation is built in Automation Studio. It's the machine code. So like you said, not only 75% of your design is done, but if that design works, 75% of your software development is done, Absolutely. which is super powerful. Happy to see you smiling about yeah. that because I totally agree. Yeah, no, that's that's <laughs> really great. Um, so, so we mentioned some of the competition earlier. Um, presumably, they're going to be catching up on some of the stuff. They're, they should, they're seeing what Aquapost Track is doing, what it's right. enabling. Um, you know, maybe as patents expire, for example, uh, they're going to be able to implement some of the things that, that right. Aquapost Track uh, is market differentiating right now. So, you know, how is BNR going to continue to differentiate and continue to innovate? And if there's anything that you can talk about that R&D is well, working on right now, I mean, what, what is that? That's that's part of the rub too. Uh, there yeah. are so many things that I can't talk about. Yep. Um, I, like I said, I would look to the upcoming trade shows okay. to see some of the things that we're kind of test driving right now. Okay. Um, so, so plug some of those trade shows. Where, yeah, where so, are you going to be able to so see Acapost Track? You'll see Acapost Track at, at uh, PAC Expo, okay. uh, at IMTS, okay. uh, and especially at uh, Interpac, um, mm-hmm. the uh, Dusseldorf-based packaging show is probably one of the best. Um, mm-hmm. There's going to be, you know, double handfuls of, of track for sure. Um, cool. It's our goal to be on as many track at those shows as we can. And we're going to try to, you know, bring some of this technology that we're talking about uh, out then and do mm-hmm. some test driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So and we're going to continue, by the way, to leverage the position that we already have, which yeah. is out in front of most, if not all, of our competitors in terms yeah. of uh, just the implementation of the process and how we do uh-huh. it um uh, the quality is phenomenal and again I'll, I'll pitch the you know electromagnetic diverting like uh-huh. that is a feature in itself now does yeah. it apply everywhere no but where not, yeah. but where it does it's it's a game changer yeah that's a buzzword you, you i know you just lost five <laughs> points <laughs> I, should, I, should take, I should take the tick mark for that yeah. good um so is there anything that is in the works in R&D right now that, that you can kind of give a heads up on or is all that tightly under wraps? It's, it's tightly under wraps. I will okay. say we're going to continue to augment our simulation process, right? That that will mm-hmm. that is something I can tell you that, uh, that you know, that you'll see in the very, very, very near term. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just the way these um, track are implemented at the mm-hmm. actual user customer base, we're going to make that um, simple and, and easy as well. The, okay. Those will be short term. Longer term stuff I just really can't comment on. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah it's really uh, creating this I veil of mystery. No, that's, that's great. Yeah. And so uh, in between these trade shows, if someone really wants to see this track, is there, are there going to be any opportunities uh, for, for that upcoming? Yeah, wonderful question. So we, we here in North America in our Atlanta office mm-hmm. um, have uh, been, been gifted, if you will, some nice space, and mm-hmm. we're filling it with track. Um, mm-hmm. So, it, you know, in the June timeframe, so very near future, okay. we'll have some track running there as well. Um, what I hope to do is make it external. Uh, we would love to have people here. And that's our ultimate goal. Because once you get mm-hmm. here, you see us, you understand the, the, the physical track. We could even mm-hmm. change some of the track um, code, if you will, to mm-hmm. mimic what you're interested in as the OEM or as the customer base. Um, but what I really hope to do is make mm-hmm. it, is it accessible uh, via web. Right. Okay. Um, ideally, you'd be able to control it via the mm-hmm. web. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some safety issues that we're we're, we're wrestling course. with there, of course. Yeah. But but uh, at least initially, there'll be a website. I want to have a video in there. I want to have a camera, and then mm-hmm. we can have somebody here locally on site make the changes you request. Okay. And watch it run. 
That's that's uh, it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah, because they don't travel well, right? I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're big, right? Yeah. And but but there's some subtleties to it. We hope to be able to, uh, not hope, we will be able to kind of hone in on certain things, whether it's diverting, whether mm-hmm. it's how we're integrating vision, mm-hmm. um, whether it's the ACK and DEC that we're capable of. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be able to demo all of those things so that they're yeah. not just words when um, our people are speaking with with uh, our customers, that they're, you know, they're demonstratable. Okay, yeah, great. It's very, very neat. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Do you, do you have a timeline on the... Uh... That will happen we, first week of June. We'll have, we'll have operating okay. equipment in there first week operating of June because we're hosting a, a PMMI. Okay, uh, here good. in Atlanta, and and we're excited to do that, and yeah. uh, they'll be privy to kind of seeing that stuff run. Gotcha. And then for the uh, remote access, is there a, a timeline you know, for that? Uh, I'm shooting for for um, the winter time frame, okay. uh, mostly because we just don't have it. Ha- really, we don't, we don't want to jump the gun and miss sure. a few things, yeah, right? Of course. Uh, if we can go full impl- full impl- implementation on what I want to do, um, you know, then then maybe it's sooner. Okay. Uh, if everybody agrees, but yeah, that's kind of the time frame. Okay. Gotcha. Very good. So um, is there any advice that you can give uh, the people listening right now that may be interested in this track technology? We talked about that a little bit earlier, you know, what they can start doing internally. But yeah, here's your chance to... uh, Well, you know, I I would implore them to go out mm -hmm. and see what's out there. Um, You know, again, focus on BNR, of course, but there are, there (laughs) are, I mean, there's implementation of other track that are intriguing. Mm -hmm. Um, We have found in the, in the really recent past that customer found an application uh, that we didn't do, mm-hmm. but prompted them to go, well, what, you know, what if we did that with your product, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I would encourage that you go out and just get educated because there's some really neat mm-hmm. um, stuff. Our YouTube channel um, would be the first place I would send them. Okay. Um, very, very, very innovative stuff out there. Um, some of which is patented, others, mm-hmm. some of which is not. It's yeah. just, you know, uh, of course it's on YouTube, it's, it's open, but um, there's some pretty neat Pretty neat applications out there. If you're at all an automation enthusiast, which you and I both are, yeah, then it, it's hours of, uh, of wow yeah, is what I'm sure. finding. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like uh, it's a positive thing for the market. Definitely. Anytime there's a track win right now, Definitely. just because this technology is so new. So it's, it's good anytime there's uh, an early adopter kind of uh, showing well, how this well, can be well, used. Well, we're in a position right now in, in the industry where every, every well, every is a strong word. Yeah. Most new applications are mm-hmm. brand new. Yeah, yeah. Like they've not exactly. been done, yep. right? So it's, yep. a, it's a very engineering fun time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, like the, the settlers, if you will, right? I mean, we're exploring mm-hmm. some pretty new, different ways to do business. Mm-hmm. Super exciting. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dave. I appreciate it. Thanks for having Um, me. Enjoyed the conversation. Anybody wants to reach out, I am um, certainly available to speak about track uh, and or be in our product in general. Um, But uh, I would appreciate any calls that come. Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much, Dave. So in the future, we're going to be talking about more exciting topics like Akbot Track. We'll have a couple more episodes about that because it's such an exciting topic. Awesome. Um, We've got web-based visualizations lined up next time. So we'll be talking about BNR's MapView technology and then also the underlying HTML5, CSS, JavaScript, how that stuff works. Um, We've got a really great guest lined up there as well. Um, Beyond that, we're going to be talking about IoT coming up next, machine learning, servos, PCs, CNC, a whole lot more. We've got some really exciting special episodes lined up as well. So I'm really excited about uh, what's coming in the future. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. And if you enjoyed it, uh, let us know by leaving a review uh, on LinkedIn or on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, have an idea for the show, 
show or have a question, you can just pass that along to me on LinkedIn. Uh, or, of course, you can reach out to me by email at automationpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to the sponsor of the episode, BNR. Really appreciate their support for this, uh, this, this uh, project. In between episodes, like Dave mentioned earlier, uh, if there's anything that you uh, are interested in learning about, the BNR website is a great resource, as well as the BNR YouTube channel. Uh, so you can find that by just searching BNR uh, through YouTube or from your favorite search engine. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of This is Automation, and we'll see you next time.